Welcome, crew, to What Are Your Three, a Channel 3 podcast where we take a member of the Channel 3 community, allow them to pick three games of their choosing that we will have a discussion around, go through some honorable mentions, future games to look forward to, and uh, so on and so forth until we get through a good old video game discussion. I'm Dan. With me, as always, is El Ray. What's going on, everybody? Today's guest is the Season 2 XP champ, but better known... Better known as he gets as he gets ready here. I'm a little concerned as to what's going on. There he is. The GIF. The GIF is right there for anyone that sees a video of this one day if it happens. And also the one up machine. It is C3.gg slash froggy. What is going on, man? How are you doing today? <laughs> hey, uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. So I got to ask. So yeah, anyone? Uh, I'm not going through the GIF GIF thing again. We're not doing that, but I got to ask. Froggy, I didn't, you knocked it wasn't over, on purpose. <laughs> you knocked your webcam over like four times before we actually started recording. Is this why? Because you had, just so we're clear, so Froggy pulled out the the gif the outfit everything he's got the chain he got the light going and it was not that way before it started so was that what happened with the webcam you're just trying to make sure everything was like there and ready to go to attack yeah i had it all in one power bar to hit it and boom the lights the everything so yeah i'm really the best part of this ray is that you're always the victim of it it's not me that's that's the part i love of this Every intro, I feel like this is now a tradition. As I'm introducing the guest, the guest is doing trying to do something. As I'm jumping back and forth between reading my little <laughs> script here and seeing what in the world's happening on the person's screen. And the best part is we have off. to leave it. We have to leave it every time. I've got dancing froggy here. Yeah, man, space froggy, space froggy, bouncing around. Man, I love it. By the way, the lights are still on in case anyone's wondering. So now oh, I'm yeah. interviewing. I'm interviewing a guy with the, with the strobe <laughs> lights going on at the same time in the club. <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. Okay, in the club, and we're going to start with these three games. And I mean, the first game, it kind of works out really well. It's uh, Donkey Kong 64. You know, the, the Donkey Kong rap is there. We're partying it up. Let us just, let's, let's start. Why, why is this the first game on the list? Yeah, so Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, the rap. But no, let's, let's keep, let's go back. So for me, my first system I ever played on was the NES. And I had like three games for it. I had like Rad Racer, had your Mario Brothers, and anyways, just like a few games, just like the basics. Never had a SNES, never had like a Genesis, like that. But then I got, I was like 12 or 13 and started saving up my money for a system, like an N64. And my cousin had the N64. And so we'd go over there and play GoldenEye and Star Fox and like Diddy Kong Racing. And, but then, uh, I wanted my own system. So I started saving up my money and I think I had like a hundred, maybe two hundred dollars saved up like over quite a long time. And Christmas came and my parents took my money, added their own, bought the jungle green system, the Donkey Kong 64 system, and it was awesome. Like it was huge surprise because like we didn't have money, so it was like it was a big deal that they went and took my money and then added their money and got this game for me. And I think I think it was the only game I had. I might have had like a MLB game. I don't know what one would have been out in '99 or 2000. But anyways, it was that game. I don't know. Like I I, I assume uh, Ray has played it. But yeah, it's like a, it's a collectathon. Like it's crazy. It's just I think there's like I was reading it was like 3,800 things you can collect. Like double the next nearest game it's insane so for me i only had one game that was like of that nature like a one platformer and so i just played the snot of that thing like just like went through everything completed it beat the boxing match at the end with k rule like it was 
It was awesome. You answered the quest. This is the first game you ever beat, uh, yeah. or fully beat at least. Is that like because you just this was like the game, or was it because you were twelve and you finally like had the time? You sit down, you played one. Why? How? How did this one? Why is this the first one to fully beat? <laughs> did you collect everything? Let me. Yeah, I did. That. Yeah, and well, I don't, I don't know if I collected everything. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I, what did I need to get? I think I had ninety nine or a hundred. Like it was. Like I went through that game and played everything, and I loved the multiplayer. I loved everything about it. I think I even went back and played the, the mini games, which I don't think anyone anyone else ever does. But I didn't have any other games, so it was like that was it. And I like to this day, I sold the system, which I hate. I hate the fact that I sold the system, but I sold the system with the box with the, everything in it because I was like, this is a collector's item. This is this is going to go for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I think it did, but now I'm like, I kind of wish I had it back. <laughs> like. Regrets. I hear you. So yeah, I don't, I don't have any of my old systems too, and I always think like, man, I wish, I wish I kept. Though I think most just kind of got old and broke on me. Like we just, you know, we didn't, we didn't keep things very well in my house. But I always wish I have them. So play multiplayer. So you say you played a bunch of the multiplayer. Uh, was there a character that you was like your go-to character? Was it the coconut guy? Was it like the double peanuts with Diddy? Yeah, it was uh, either either chunky or uh, or DK, and but I'd always go with like the off color, so like because you could change the color, and so I'd always choose like a different color, and uh, it's before I do it. I don't even know if you could do that in Smash sixty four, but but anyway, yeah, you it could. Was, oh, yo, you could. Good and good for you. Good. Yeah. There's extra colors, of course. We should. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. I was like, always. I was like, this is my one chance to choose a different color, so I'm I'm taking it. Anyways, uh, so then. Time went on, and I repurchased the 64. I bought the game back, and then I had to find the expansion pack, which is a pain in the butt. Finally found it. Then I went and bought DK64. I bought the guide to go with it. And now, like, just randomly, like, this is after I chose it as my three, my son asked to start playing it, which is wild. So, like, I had my box out because someone asked to play my 64 games. Now I have a ton of 64 games now. And anyway, so I was just sitting out, and he was like, Dad, can I play this one? I said, yes, you can. Um, <laughs> so, so they were like, we, we played through, like, the first level as Donkey Kong, and, like, he was loving it. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love it, too, playing games with my son now. He's like, yeah, let's play this one. I was like, yes. Yeah. Like the, the answer is always yes. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like that was the case growing up. Like my parents played some games, but it would, a lot of times it was like, no, no, we're not doing that right now. And like anytime my son says he wants to play, I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we're playing. Mm-hmm. What do you want to play? I don't like whatever it is. Yes, we'll play. Yeah, like he's five years old, and like usually he has a lot of trouble with games, but like this one, I was like, yeah, you just you run like this, you jump like this, you get your gun out like this, and yeah, so it's it's been a blast. When you got the original one, the the Donkey Kong, the green color pack, did it come with the expansion pack already? Because I remember, I remember when I needed to buy it, and I think Donkey Kong was the first game like I got the expansion for. It it had it with it, and yeah, so I I was like. Before I, I didn't think I was gonna have time to play it, so I was like watching some reviews of it, and that's what people were saying was like this game made them uh, bring up the expansion pack, yeah. and it was like it cost them tons of money because they included it with the package with the the sixty four game. You know, it was crazy. Everyone talks about DLCs now. It, Nintendo said you can't even play. You're not gonna be able to play mo- a bunch of our games if you don't buy this, you know, extra thing. You know, sometimes you had that. You had to buy a Rumble pack, but then you take the Rumble pack out because you had to put the memory card pack in. It was a wild system with a wild controller too. Do you guys remember which other games needed it? Because I know, like, Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Yep, that was was the main one I remember. Did any of the Zeldas? No, because uh, Ocarina was Ocarina was early. This guy just said Ocarina. I I I fixed it. I fixed it, Mister Jip. I don't want to hear it. 
Um, I, I like GIF. It's a GIF. Anyway, um, uh, uh, Ocarina, o- so Ocarina and Majora's Mask were both early in the life cycle. So no, yes. they, they didn't. But I, I just remember Perfect Dark was the main one I needed it for at least. Yeah. Oh, only th- only three games needed it actually, and I I had two oh. of them: the Donkey Kong sixty four, Perfect Dark, and Majora's Mask needed oh, the expansion. Majora's back. Mask did need it. It oh. needed, and I, I only played that like I rented that game from Blockbuster, so that's why like I don't even remember it. But I played it, but yeah, those are the only three. This um, is educational. There's a whole, I'm learning right now because this is insane that we like. I remember getting this pack and thinking like so many games needed it. Apparently, three games needed it. That wasn't cheap so I, either. It, yeah, no, that, wasn't, wasn't that no. thing like sixty or a hundred dollars or something like that? And it, and it, even still, it is like uh, like I was I was uh I was selling I bought like a, like a a bundle of games and I was selling off my second DK sixty four game and I was like just so you know you need the expansion pack with this and they're like oh. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna have trouble hunting that thing down because it's it's crazy. So I, I found them one like on Kijiji and like yeah. Anyways, so it improves oh. it improves the the visuals on a whole bunch of games. That's I'm like I'm actually I'm leading I'm reading it right now and it like it added some visual stuff. It changed the dimensions you could watch it in. Uh, there there's one game I just scrolled through it. You needed it to play multiplayer. It would not play multiplayer. We didn't have it. I'm looking. I'm reading this right now on the spot. Now does anybody want to take a guess? Yeah. As to what the expansion pack did, it was a memory. What? It was a memory expansion. It, it, yeah, absolutely. It increased memory. You want to guess what it increased the memory from? Oh, to? No. Because again, what, we like spent a lot of money. Fifty-six RAM or something like that. <laughs> so we went for three games, yeah. right? Three games, and you know, three big games. Played a lot. We yeah. went. We needed um, an extra four megabytes to play this game. We went. <laughs> We went from four to eight. This is what the expansion pack did. Can't, even, awesome. turn your, can't the, even turn your phone on these days. What or, I learned from, a, I was watching this guy, and I don't know if this is true or not, if it was folklore, but he was saying that they had the memory pack and they attached it to DK64 and it fixed a bug. And so then they were like, they could not get to like, figure out this bug before whatever the deadline was. And so they just were like, we have to pack this thing in with this game because otherwise we, we will not make the, the deadline. So, And as you say that, that entire story is in this thing that I'm, reading right now oh really cool it says that the expansion pack because the game would just crash without it and they couldn't figure out why and this was their quick fix it's the only reason they have this and then they say no it's a myth they knew about this early so who knows okay they, so you know the, but that's somebody who worked on the game who wants to say no this is not real yeah we, we, we definitely knew everything yeah. we knew everything at all times <laughs> we definitely built this thing for three games on purpose yeah that's sick. All right, with all that, we're going to move on to the second game here on the list. Here's another one that, you know, I loved. I know I loved. It was kind of like big for me. I was, this was like teenage for me. Halo Reach on the Xbox 360. And the first thing is, this is not Halo 2 or Halo 3. Why Why? Why did we pick Halo Reach? So I, I didn't have Halo 1. I had Halo 2, but it was a gift from a girlfriend. And it was right before she broke up with me, and I had so much guilt. I was like, "Oh no, I can't break up with her after she just gave me this sweet game." <laughs> and so I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I played it. Like I owned it, and I don't even know if I played it. But I just, I had that sucker like in the pile. So Halo Three was the first game that I really played, and it was with friends. But again, I think. Yeah, like it was Mace, Dutchy, and like his their brother in law. The four of us would play all the time, like local, and 
And that was through, I don't know what it was, like third, fourth year university. And it was just like, I bought my first th- 360 in fourth year university after I was married. Yeah. So anyway, so Halo 3 has a special spot in my heart. But Reach was after I went into my first job. And so like we all disbanded and like I went to this province, they stayed in Moncton. And like I went to Nova Scotia at that point. But like this was the part where we could still connect and it was kind of like, okay, I can be that college kid again, even though I started this, you know, adult job that I didn't care for. And, but we could still hang out and talk and, you know, play team SWAT. And that's all we played was team SWAT. We didn't touch any other game. Mace did. The rest of us didn't. The rest of us just played team SWAT and that was it. So are you big, were you a big like into the Halo lore? Because this was kind of like, a pre, it was a prequel to the Halo series. So they kind of got to do their own thing with it. Yeah. So the, uh, when I say Donkey Kong 64 is the only game I completed, I'm, I'm being truthful. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't play campaigns. I don't play any of the main player. I don't, I don't think I played Halo Reach's game. I think I played ODST because I had to, there was no multiplayer. Like I think it was just Halo 3 multiplayer again, but then I played that campaign I played Donkey Kong 64 and a whole lot of multiplayer. And like, that's what, that's all I do. All right. So let's go in that direction. What if when you're playing Reach's multiplayer, because you're right, I believe you bought ODST and it basically gave you access to like the beta for Reach's multiplayer. So that's what they kind of sent you. What was, did you have a favorite multiplayer mode? It was just SWAT. Oh, SWAT. Only SWAT. And if that's, if for people that don't know, that's, uh, I think in Halo 3, it was the BR. And then once you switched over to Reach, it was the DMR. Mm-hmm. And anyways, it's just one headshot, one kill. They had different modes with like like SWAT pistols and SWAT guns. But yeah, like we would we would just play that and it's just fast. I think like it ties into my third game because like it's just adrenaline. Like you just run around, pop, 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 pop. And you're like, just like, so you see somebody, you shoot them, but it's so over and you pop up somewhere else. It's 50 kills around. And uh, anyways, I prepping for tonight, I uh, brought out the Master Chief collection and went and played Halo Reach on Team SWAT. And I went from like two to three kills. And then I realized that my sensitivity is like way lower than what it should be for that kind of game. So I like, I went like from three sensitivity up to like eight and it started doing like 13 to 20 kills and like started going positive quite a bit. So uh, I was like, good. I still have it like 10 years <laughs> later. I can, I can still do this with these guys that, you know, like the team swatters, they, I feel like that's all you play. If you play SWAT, you play SWAT. Yeah, they were happy because Halo Infinite didn't have it at first. So they, they brought it in as a mode. I think they call it tactical mode, but it's the same thing. There's no armor. You hit a headshot, you take them out. Yeah. Have you, tur- have you turned on Infinite on or you just you stick with the, the Master Chief uh, I think I played, yeah, I think I played Infinite once, but I'm like, Master Chiefs, I like it. It's It seems slick. I like the maps. You can choose Halo 3 maps, Halo Reach maps, turn them on, and just swat a lot yeah a lot of people do you're not alone there i know there's a whole huge group that just they stick with the master chief collection so yeah cool what what was it like because you know like you said halo 2 and 3 you're playing local so Mm -hmm. you're playing 2 on 2 maybe you get some land parties going on but you know halo reach was xbox live on a 360 and you're playing with anyone around the world well how was that like you remember that change or yeah like like you're right on halo 3 that was set up in a house, my buddy's house, his apartment, let's be honest. And upstairs, downstairs, two different screens. You hear the yells, you hear the screams. It was awesome. And then Reach, like, it was perfect timing for me because it was like first year out of university. And so I don't know anybody where I'm at. And like, I can still connect with everyone that I played with. Also, I love like online ranking. That was pretty addicting to move up. So, but 
yeah, it, I'm like the worst Halo fan ever because I know nothing about the the lore. I know nothing about any of the story. Like, I'm just like, give me the red blues and uh, and my headshots, and that's it. Well, I'm glad I get to jump in here. I thought for a moment, not only was Froggy going to try to disrupt El Ray's introduction there with the still ongoing disco strobe light, but at one point you even started to segue into game number three here as you talked about the, the online sweatiness, which really answered the question because originally I was prepared to ask you something because we asked you for your three games in advance and you, know, you sent Donkey Kong 64, you sent Halo Reach, and then you wrote more Mario Kart, which meant that I was trying to figure out if you were trying to smuggle in nine and a half games into this, or, <laughs> or there was a specific Mario Kart. So I'm guessing, based on the online sweatiness and play, we're talking eight. But but tell me, is that is that where we're going with this? Yeah, you're dead on. <laughs> I didn't even realize they did that. That's awesome. Um, I, I had to leave. It, I had to leave it though. It was you know, there's times where I send a clarifying question. I'm like, no. which one? But I had to go with. No, well, you're right. Yeah, we got we got every. Thing. I said nine and a half because you got everything through the online, the the mobile game, and two Mario Kart eights. So I had to count that as a one and a halfer. But yeah, so so Mario Kart eight uh, again, obviously a game that is big within the the founding of the entire Channel Three community. Four point nine rated. There are still people who have to answer for their war crimes on that one, but so be it. Can't get can't get them all right there. There are a couple fours. It's not like you know the one star warrior took it out, but I mean this one's got one hundred and twenty ratings on channel three and it's pulling a, a 4.9 down so that should tell you about the quality of game here but yeah you know, walk us through this so you already started to segue into it when you're talking about halo reach and the online sweat so let, let's start there yeah so uh yeah so you're you're right it was eight and it's because i don't think i've i don't think like i played super nintendo back in the day at my grandparents basement and I don't know if I played 64. I don't know. If, I didn't play Wii, that's for sure. Um, and so, like, I went from Super Nintendo, like, casually to 8 Deluxe. And that was from, like, I don't know. I don't think I was really... Oh, I was playing a little bit of Apex at the time. That that was my game. I went I went Halo, Destiny, Apex, and then Ryan Mack, Mario Maestro himself, was like, there's this group of dads that like to play their kids' Switch at night. He's like, and yeah, so you, you should get a switch for your kid and then join this group. I've since realized I don't think it's for the kids. Like, man, this this game is awesome. I love it. And so I bought it and I think I used Air Miles to buy the system. And anyway, so they, uh, I got the system. I immediately joined the dad gaming Mario Kart group and accidentally signed up for kart gangs i didn't mean to i didn't want to and then all of a sudden i'm on a team and i'm like i don't know the maps i haven't played anything like i like i'm not i'm coming at a disadvantage i'm not i'm not i haven't even played the like the wii mary kart game which i don't have is a seven i don't know and i'm hopping in i don't know the maps and i'm getting like i don't know 12 to 18 points out of 12 races which means last or second last every single time and feeling awful because i hate like i hate the idea of letting people down so i'm like ah like why am i here how do i how do i like say that i'm sick on these nights or something like how do i get out of this (laughs) and anyway so that was my first experience then i stopped i didn't join car gangs and if you're thinking about joining car gangs join it people don't care i didn't realize that i was thinking oh these guys are incredible like i'm just like i'm i should not be here but if you're thinking about doing it join the teams are all evened out and like we know there's some lower there's some hires and there's a ton of us in the middle and uh so anyways so i joined i started doing the weeklies and then just started grinding at the regionals 
and like all the weekly events. But for me, I keep stats. I keep like data for myself to see where I am in the group because Nintendo doesn't do it for you. So I'm always tracking like what percentage of the team points everyone's getting, where people are ranking. And, uh, and so like for me, data is huge. And that's how I'm like, I'm slowly progressing. I'm getting a little bit better now. I don't know with Fortnite, maybe I'm getting a little bit worse, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I, I gotta say, it's funny hearing you, you know, hearing you say that because it's probably the best way to learn how to play that game. And I will say there are other games I've played online that I will not name now that I just that I just don't play because I feel like you're made to feel like a burden, whether it's your own team or other people at large who are just like, don't don't be here if you're you're not good. But the the group is so supportive when it comes to like trying to help people get better and. I mean, I, I don't know about keeping your own split stats with your home and aways there, but you know, good, <laughs> good, good for you, good for you doing that. Now, so I got to ask you though, yeah, you know, one of the quests you've answered, and this is not, this does not jump ahead to the quest question, but what caught my eye is this is a game that flagged as your hardest rage quit. Tell, tell me about that. Oh yeah, tell me about that rage quit. And obviously, here you're back at it. It's not like you walked away from it. So nothing, nothing too bad there. But what uh, what happened there? So I I think. I mean, I think I was just grinding the quest as fast as I could because I've never actually rage quit. This made me the most angry is what I really meant. Like I Canadian, listen, so Canadian anger is like if we wake up just a little bit too <laughs> like we wake up five minutes before our alarm. That's Canadian anger down here. So yeah, like I I've never rage quit a game in my life, but this game is the most frustrating game. You f- you go around that last corner on the last lap and you get hit with everything and you go from second down to 10th and you're like, what could I have done? What could I have done? Like I'm holding my defense. It gets blown up and you're just like left helpless, just spinning in circles, watching everyone go by. And so it's the game is a cruel, cruel lover. Uh, it's, it is the most anxiety I have in the week, <laughs> like, but it's, still, it's so awesome. It's so fun. So I got one more question about Mario Kart and we'll move to the honorable yeah. mentions. So what, what's your build? Is it the sweaty tryhard while Luigi, what, what do you, what do you ride with? Yeah, basically, except for it's, it's Donkey Kong, of course, but it's Donkey Kong with the bitty buggy, with the rollers, with the paper glider. And, but for anyone that knows Mario Kart now, They've just changed the invisibility frames. So after you get hit, they're trying to make that like the sweaty build not so good. So little, you, little you extra, hit. little extra punishment on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you're that build, like the invisibility invisibility frames are like a quarter of what it is for like the worst build. And so you can get hit again like way quicker. So I'm I'm I am thinking about changing it up. On that, let's move into your honorable mentions. We're going to talk about three games that didn't quite make the list here. We're going to start off with the the toy to life gem that uh, sank an entire video game company in the end. There that I that I have a, a giant shelf full of uh, what it, what has been tracked down to be every one of them in the end there. But you wrote Disney Infinity, and again I have to ask: Are you smuggling three games in here, or are we uh, are we talking about a specific iteration? of disney infinity because right now i think you're trying to get in like 12 and a half extra games in here but i i kid but you know tell me about disney infinity was it a specific iteration was it kind of like i i came in afterwards so i just consider all of them to be one amalgus thing or what what, what do you got yeah I'm, I'm with you i had them all like one at a time but for me right now they're all just the same like i'll play with my kids two and three depending on what like what levels we've built or whatnot so yeah so it's 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 all three 
But for now, it would have been my my three games, but Bamonte stole that. I had it locked and loaded. Nothing. If I ever get asked, this is gonna be this is gonna be the the one to throw people off. Disney Infinity top three, but no, it yeah. So anyway, so it's my honorable mentions. Basically. My parents started buying it for me to play with my nephews and nieces, and we they like build will uh, worlds, and I'd pop into them, and or I'd build a, a cool world, and then like they'd be like, "Oh, neat!" But have you done this? Because they knew way more about it than I did. Or we'd download a world, or or I don't even know how it worked, but it was like you could go online and join other people's worlds, and people have like amazing record Ralph worlds that you could go in, and and I just was always like ama- like just flabbergasted by. It the worlds that people could build. So I'm like, I mine's like, oh, green grass and a castle. And there's this like a whole like complete video game made with like interactive parts. And it was, it was insane what yeah, people could, could build. You could even build like cutscenes into it with like, you know, I mean, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't do audio animation, but like you could cut away and have like a text box up there, like saying something had happened in a narrative within your game. Uh, again, I mean, for the most part, like you said, it's it, playing with my kids. It's, hey, build, build green grass, put a couple of hills in, use some of the, the different gadgets and whatnot for, you know, not, not gadgets, but we'll get to that, but like put a tree house in and drop a hundred enemies in and, you know, fight our, fight our way through a droid army. But, you know, there, there's so much in that game that, you know, interconnected pieces and switches and all, all the platforms and weapons and things like that, that you could really create, like you said, a real game. And I think it was, wasn't Flynn's Arcade, like the, the place, it wasn't long that we had it before the online got shut down. But I, yeah. I went on there and just downloaded a bunch of like the highest rated, you know, games slash levels people built just so I had them before it shut down. And there's some crazy good stuff people just put together on there. See, I didn't, I didn't know you could download them beforehand. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so like because i i used to i used to go in i'd watch the updates and be like oh here are the top five worlds created this week and i'd be like okay i'm gonna go hop in like t- tell my nephews and niece like join me with this time and we'll, we'll hop into this world but anyway so it yeah it's i didn't i didn't do any of that stuff but i r- just watched videos on youtube and thinking like this this is amazing and i'm only touching the surface like it's but now, 10 years later, maybe, I don't even know. But I had a few different characters and my kids started playing with them. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go digging on like Marketplace, on Kijiji to see what there is out there. And so I start buying up lots of figures and like 20, 40 bucks Canadian. So that's, I don't know what that would be American, but I'm, I assume it's like. <laughs> as long as you're not shipping, as long as you're not shipping yeah. over the border, it's uh that, that's where the damage hits. Yeah. Anyway, so I'd buy, I'd buy these huge lots and then I'd just like sell off all the duplicates, buy more lots, sell the duplicates. And so I still have a big pile of duplicates. But I went, then I went into like, uh, cause I, at one point I was like, okay, I only have like a few that I'm missing that I really want. So I pop into this retro store and the guy's like, I'm asking him like, do you have any, do you have any figures, do you have any infinity? And he's like, yeah, I have a Hulkbuster in. And I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I'll take that. And he goes, $80. And I go, $80. <laughs> like, holy. And he's like, yeah, like that's, that's what I sell for right now. And I was like, okay, no, I'm, I'm good. So I just went back to keep buying my lots. And finally one can't had the Hulkbuster in it. My kids still know that I don't have uh black Panther and that, that goes for insane amounts now too. And, but they, uh, yeah, my son goes, 
yeah, we don't have Black Panther, but uh, um, that's just real. That one's really expensive. That one's really expensive. But someday, Dad might get. It. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Unless I get, unless I see a lot that I can sell the rest off. No way. I'm- you'll you'll wander into a yard sale or just see it while you're driving yeah. down the street one day. It's gonna happen. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But yeah, that's uh. So now they they play with the characters. They like he they stack the characters and like they separate them based on what bases they have and they play with them nonstop. But they also they still play the game. And so, like, they still play the games that I have set up, or, like, the the lands that I set up. I have, like, my name, and then I have, like, Silly, and then my kids' names, or, like, Silly and the three of us. And so, it's just a whole bunch of iterations of uh, these worlds that I keep creating for them. And, but like, we, play, we probably still play it, like, once every two weeks, every, once a month. And, yeah, they still, they still love it. All right, let's move to your next game, 4.0 Rated on Channel 3, a game I forgot existed but had a flood of memories come back when you requested it to be added, Jet Force Gemini, a game that you rightly called out would have been a a good pick for a remake. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm just waiting to see, you know, obviously Rare, Xbox, all that. I, you know, maybe they'll, maybe, I don't know what the conditions are. Can they move it and and get an upgrade for Xbox? But yeah, this this is a good one here that was actually fun. It the game didn't look that good, but you know, t- I, I don't think. But it was actually pretty fun when you got past uh, past all that. Get some bug battles in here, kind of like a uh, uh, a much more family friendly version of what was the uh, what was the uh, the bug space oh space uh, Starship Troopers the uh, Verhoeven one. <laughs> it's like a nicer version of Starship Troopers. My God, I've I've never heard that comparison before. <laughs> That's so that's so sick to compare Jet Force Gemini to Starship. But I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So Jet Force Gemini. I finished Donkey Kong 64, and that rare itch was driving me insane. So I went over to my friend Ben's house, and he was playing this game where you're in space and you're shooting ants and you're like shooting targets and you're trying to save these little Ewok look looking characters. And I was sold. I was like, okay, this, this game looks fun. It's a collectible. It's a shooter. And I was like, yeah, like different guns you're upgrading. You're, you're unlocking characters. Um, yeah. So anyways, I, I saved up my money. I bought that game and I got about halfway through and like most games I own, I quit. And uh, so I've, I've never actually beat it, but I I love that game, and I played the multiplayer nonstop with friends. I have to ask, where did you quit? This this it'll be crazy if this is if I'm right. Did you quit trying to fight a specific boss with a dog? Um, no, you I remember. Think a, I think it was a puzzle that I could not solve, and I didn't want to buy the guide for. And so I was like, I'm, I'm like, I have all the characters unlocked. I can play the multiplayer. Um, I think it was on, I think it was on the level with the spaceship. Like you're on, um, yeah, you're going through with each of the characters through the spaceship. That's all, all I remember is, and I remember like trying to look for the targets to shoot and I could not find the last one or the last two. And I don't know if I couldn't find it online. Cause at that point, like trying to find those websites, uh, you could find cheat codes, but guides were harder to find of like the walkthroughs. Um, or maybe it was just the Canadian internet. I don't know. No, you're right. Guys, you still paid. Um, you still paid for guides and the, you know, the game magazines, a lot of stuff to be yeah, websites were cheat codes. I, I was too, I think I was just too young, which is why I really wish that would be an N64 
expansion game because I definitely got stuck on a boss that I'm sure if I played today, I would, you know, I would just sit through and wait and be like, oh, okay, this was simple. But I remember as a kid, I got stuck with the dog and I was like, I can't beat this. Like I have, I have no chance and, and that was it. And I just stopped playing. But I remember the multiplayer was fun. I would, I redid levels before that. And, I, and I, this may be like the third level for all I know. I got, for all I know, I got stuck three levels in and then never played again. That's where I'm at too. I'm, I'm thinking like I can remember distinctly like maybe three, four levels. And I just remember it being a lot of fun and very frustrating. But like watching the gameplay back now, it's a dark game. Like it's it's actually visually dark. Like it's hard to see things. But and the, and even like the mechanics, I've, I've I own the game now. And I've played it, but the shooting mechanics aren't easy. Like I don't know if I'm just not used to the 64, but it's uh. Well, I think we forget. Um, even like even with Golden Itis, just kind of coming back out now. That, you know, shooters are hard to play with with one control stick, right? We didn't have we weren't Joy Cons, right? They were control sticks. They're they're hard to play when you have to aim in all directions, but also move at the same time with one button. Yeah, unless it's Donkey Kong sixty four. <laughs> That's the only like, one. Yeah, like you just like you just uh, you know stand still with your scope and just you know shoot at targets and it's not it's not too bad. Yeah, no, you're right. Jeff Force had weird one. You was kind of like you could, like move sides, right? Where did, yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you had to see by Yeah, yeah, and like the the auto lock system with like your uh, I don't know what, uh, main rifle thing. Yeah, your rifle. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the last honorable mention, and we're we're blaming Jedi for us as to the reason why we're going here. We have a board game, Shadows Over Camelot. I had to look this one up, but the first thing I saw was that it was a deduction game, which means now I, I definitely have to play this because uh, I love it. So this game, is this was this a college game? Is this the game you play with family? Like, who are you playing this game with? Because it matters. Yeah, so this game, it's only made the list because it's the game I have in my vehicle now all the time in case the right scenario pops up. And it's like, the right scenario is really odd. And it's whenever, most board games are great four to five players. But if you have six or more players that want to play something that's a little bit trickier, um, but also not too hard, like not, you're not going to be like spending like hours and hours playing this really intense board game. But this one is cooperative with a possible trader. And so you're all knights of the round table um, and you're meeting, you're collecting cards and then you're going on quests. And so you have to decide as a group, okay, I'm going to go to this quest over here. I'm going to beat this dragon. I'm going to try to get the Holy Grail and, or I forget what the other ones were, Excalibur, Sword. And anyway, so you're, you're going out and you're doing all these quests, but there's a possibility that one person in the group is a traitor. And so there, I think that's like eight cards, max seven players. You shuffle up those eight cards, seven are loyal, one's a traitor. So if you have three players or four players playing, there's a good chance that there's no traitor, but there could be. And so, you, so you're going through and like, if you start accusing people of a traitor, you have severe punishments for it. So like I've played it with six people and this one guy just keeps doing like the stupidest moves. And I'm thinking that in this game, you can't tell someone, you can't be like, it's really good if you do this because there's strict rules with like, in order to allow the trader to have a little bit of freedom. And so you're like, why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? And I thought for sure he was a trader. He wasn't. He was just a new player. And I called him out and I'm like, I was like, why did, why, uh, so, so, so you're, you're doing that on purpose? I was like, okay, yeah, okay, oh, cool, man. yeah. I was like, oh, crap. Like, I'm sorry, man. But uh, in that one, there was no trader. 
and we still lost. And but it's it's a fun game. You're just you're playing against the board. There's like I th- there's multiple different ways you could lose. Um, you have to beat a certain number of quests in order to win. And each quest you get, you get like a sword. And if you have more swords that you've won than lost, then uh, you win the game. And it's a it's a ton of fun. It's I, I like it more than cooper- other cooperative games because other cooperative games you have the ability that if you know the game, you could either get too pushy or you could lose because you're just not saying enough to like enough tr- like coaching like oh are you sure you don't want to do this and, and uh but this one here you're not allowed to like it's you can't say what cards you have in your hand you can't say like you should go to this quest or like you can't like it's basically like people are making their own decisions and you're all working together possibly to beat the game does it um does it get intense do you start getting paranoid as you're playing trying to wonder if someone's actually a traitor or like you said are they just really bad at the game well that's the thing so there's a few spots where the traitor can go and it works out great you throw away cards without showing what you're throwing away and like so yeah so if someone's going there and they're just like yeah i have crap cards i'm just throwing away cards um you go are you really throwing away crap cards like they could be, these could be, you know, the cards that we need to win the game. But you're just throwing them away. We have no idea what you're doing. And so that's the most likely place where you're like, is this person really working against us? Otherwise, it's just like, oh, I'm going to go in this quest, but I can't beat it. And that actually could be the case is that sometimes you go to a quest, you do half of it. You'd hope someone else comes along and finishes it for you. Um, but anyway, so it's, it's, I, I really like it. Um, so far, there's been like maybe two, three different groups that I've actually ever played it with. But it's like I have a few friends now that are looking to play something that's just beyond Settlers and Ticket to Ride and like Dominion. And they're like, we want something that's a little bit like meatier or like a little bit more cooperative. And I'm like, yeah, so that's I have it. I've sold it. I think people are okay with playing it just the right scenario hasn't arrived like you can play it four people but it's better with like five or six it's on my list i, I gotta get this game now because yeah, my, cool. my family does the same thing we get when everyone's together the big group games this is this is a game i know we're gonna want to play i gotta say the, uh, right. the the board game damage piling is piling up for you ray with these people uh, again board, <laughs> board, games, <laughs> board games are coming to channel three so we're not really calling it a full-on sneak yeah. you're you're in advance but uh, you know jedi did some damage now i i, I can feel froggy uh snatching uh ray's wallet out of his pocket i, was say, I, ha- I have half a wall of games so yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I got a whole list on Amazon. We just keep adding games to it. I, I have a basement wall. Like it's it's uh the shelves are starting like they're not they're not the I don't know it's Calyx shelves from uh, IKEA. These ones are like really just someone put them together in my basement before I bought the house, and they're starting to like droop down. <laughs> and, like so, I'm like yeah, okay, I'm probably getting max capacity until I start building like a separate wall or something. But, oh, these board yeah. games get these board games get heavy. Yeah. They do. All right, looking to the future. One game we're looking forward to here. Hades 2. I'm going to ask a dumb question right here. Yeah. Why are you looking forward to Hades 2? Well, I maybe, it's not that dumb of a question. No, it's because it's amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. No, no. The, the part that's not dumb is I haven't finished Hades 1 yet. Like, I can't beat this stupid game. First um, of all, nobody, nobody beats Hades. Let me, <laughs> let me put out, you just play, you play a little bit better. No one beats Hades. Well, I saw like so you you put this up as a challenge to beat in a week, and I'm like okay. And Jube's telling me, oh yeah, like you can beat this in I don't know what he, what he told me like twelve hours, like 11, 12 hours. So I'm like okay. I bought it. I'm working through it. I'm loving it, but I'm awful. And 
and uh, <laughs> like I have I, I have like the easy mode turned on, which is God mode. And every time you die, you take less damage. I'm at 72 percent less damage right now, <laughs> and I still can't beat this stupid game. <laughs> but I love it. Like it's it's a lot of fun. Like it's nice because I'll I'll go through. I'll do like maybe two to three runs a week and i'll be like okay i have half an hour i have 40 minutes i'm gonna plug through a run and then i die and then a few days later okay i have half an hour 40 minutes i'm gonna plug through a run and okay i'm gonna try something else this time like i'm gonna try something different and but yeah i still i i don't know if it's because i've never i've never played anything like this before but um i'm hooked on it so if Hades 2 was advertised and I'm hoping that by the time that I that Hades 2 comes out I will have finished Hades 1 and like actually beaten the game. I know that you you will still keep coming back to it. I'm sure of that. But to actually beat the game um and then move on to 2 and with a whole new set of boons and weapons and characters like I I love the game. It's so cool, but I'm realizing that this is a whole genre of games that I've never touched and but yeah, it's it's I'm hooked. Yeah, I think it's it's the first roguelite really that I played too. I think my brother recommended it to me, so I, I didn't know about it either. It was just one day he's like, "Hey, you should play Hades." I was like, "I don't know what this is," but sure, yeah. yeah I, a friend I, was I over, and he was watching. He's like, "Oh, this is a hack and slash." I'm like, "Yeah, I think it is." I'm like, "But I've never played one before," so I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "All I know is that I just run around and I just use these weapons and take out people in each room, and then I move on." And I keep upgrading, and yeah. So, anyways, it's uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm awful at it, but for someone that's so terrible at it, to still love it. Uh, I think that's that's a uh, telling how great of a game it is. Just keep moving. That's uh, just keep moving. Just keep moving. That's the only advice. Well, what 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 weapon do you use, Ray? Like, what's your main? I can play them all of where I am in the game now. If I want to just if I. Like a gear, I'll, I can beat it with any weapon. But if I'm trying to beat it on like as fast as I can or anything like that, I have the I use the fists. Oh yeah. But early on, like the first time I ever beat it, I think I used a rail gun. Um, okay. A lot of people use the shield is really friendly to you because it blocks and it blocks anything. You could literally stand there and block any shot. So, so you can cut this. You can cut this if you want. But I I've gotten to Hades twice. And the first time I I got killed quite early. The second time, if this is a spoiler, I don't know. Uh, he comes back. You kill him, it he was, brings health down, and he comes back. And I was like, I was so frustrated. I was like, finally, I got him down, and boom, he's back. I'm so mad. The first time I did, I called my brother right after, and I yelled at him. I yelled at him to say how, like, how you didn't warn me about this. I was so angry and that, when that health bar went back up again. Oh, uh, man. I, I turned that that was there was a rage because I lost right away. I turned that game off. Yes, that's I was, I was, I was so the same. My, my health's going down, his health's going down. I'm like, I'm grinding it out, like, just like, and I'm like thinking, okay, mine's going down at just a slightly lower rate than his, and boom, he's back. <laughs> and yes. I'm like, oh, I was mad. It was terrible, but it's a great game. Everybody play it. Yeah, yeah. It's great, I, I promise. It is great. I've had the YouTube dialogues because I was like, I, I've, there's so much extra I'm never going to get to. It's the only game I have, uh, like, Reddit posts coming up on my phone regularly. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know technology. I don't use Reddit, but for some reason, something got checked off and my phone is sending me all these, like, memes and all these, like, strategies for beating Hades. And yeah, so I, I, I love them, but. Yeah. Second to last, on to a quest, a question. 
from your Channel 3 history that we picked for you, not warning you what we get to discuss. So one of the quests in the history of Channel 3, which you as the XP leader for Season 2, answer to many of them, I want to ask you about the game that got away. Oh... I don't know what I answered for that. You answered um, Paper Mar. You answered Paper oh, Mario in the that, Thousand Year yeah, Door. That's a good one. I yeah, I uh, I love that game. That was the uh, I had just bought. Like I started getting into collecting old systems, old games. I got Paper Mario, uh, and I got I don't know how far into it. I don't know. I've had a few different characters. I was feeling pretty good about it, and then I don't know if the birth of a child or what happened, but something happened and i got distracted from it i tried to go back to it like months and months later and i couldn't get the moves back down again i'm like i have to start from scratch because the timing of things like it. it is an rpg but it's still like you have to time your attacks and i couldn't get the down i'm like i want to 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 do this game right i have to start over and i just have not gotten back to it but i i want to like it's a it's such a fun game it's a silly fun game. Everybody says it's the it's the best of the series. I mean, I, the only one I, I played was Origami King. I, I couldn't I couldn't get into the N sixty four when it dropped. I was really excited when that hit the Nintendo sixty four online. But you know, as you alluded earlier in the conversation, I I think the Nintendo sixty four's controls have aged the worst and absolutely do not translate to the Switch either, which probably doesn't help in the grand scheme of things. But I, I've heard this one's there. I've you know. Probably finding a copy. I mean, I've, I've got a collection of, uh, you know, used game stores, used electronic stores around me, which are always advertising that green uh, Donkey Kong Nintendo 64. I was trying to see if they had yeah. one. They never they never list a price, which tells you something. That's that's never a good sign. But those some of those GameCube games, I mean, this is probably one of those ones that's got to be 100 bucks to American. I think not, it is. Not, not Canadian, so it's going to be a little little, hot, <laughs> yeah. little hotter up there across the border. But that's a that's a tough one to find. I mean, I'm, I'm I hope they get GameCube into the rotation uh, down the line, so I, a lot of us can get into some of these games. You know, we're waiting for it, Nintendo. Just make it happen. They have to, yeah. They. I I don't know how I ended up getting it like cause I just I I just bought bundles and I bought bundles of games and so I probably got it in a bundle cuz I wouldn't have paid full price for that game either but it yeah it was it's still like I I have my pile in the back, right in behind me um, to my wife's I don't know anger but she's uh yes the, my poly GameCube games are back there and it's still staring at me wanting me back all right, we made it to the last question. Last question of the show: What is or has been your favorite feature on Channel Three? Um, that I was, I, knew, I figured this one was coming, and it's a hard one to answer because I, I want to go with the dailies, but I think even before that, because I didn't have Turbo at the start, and so to really drew like what really drew me in was liking something, and then like someone getting a benefit from it was awesome, and so like I'd go in and I'd like. 10 20 things of somebody and like they'd open it up and then i got hooked and <laughs> i was like liking everybody's stuff i think alden posted that i liked him his stuff 400 and sometimes uh in one day and like it's it's so much fun to be able to just like have someone open up their their like channel three page and see like all these notifications and even if I don't have a gift for them, that they can just open up and see, like, you've been attacked by a frog. And, and so I uh, I love that. Uh, and now, like, I can't do it as much because I've already liked most people's stuff. Like, I've already gone back to, like, the history and, like, liked all their stuff. Like, I, I checked to see how many likes I did on Christmas Day. 
and it was 4,300 likes in one day, which was 38,000 XP. <laughs> and so anyways, that's, uh, I love the feature Christmas day ramp that up because you got XP as well. But now I'm like, now I can't go back and like bomb people. And I hate that. Cause I'm like, I want to be able to go back and like, like a ton of their stuff, but it's already liked. Can I, can I tell you, I, I was on vacation from like a couple days before Christmas through new year. My God, when I would like, I get back to our hotel and pull up channel three and I'm amazed that the notification window could handle what was happening there. It was, it was like a war zone of one ups all around. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to see, but man, I was missing out during that week. We can change that. I, the only way I could, I could do it. Cause I have young kids. Like I did it. He, he posted it. I don't know what time it was for me, like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, I'm going to pound them out because I need to keep the crown. <laughs> and so like, I went from like 10 o'clock until like maybe two or three in the morning and just like went through and liked everyone's stuff. So that way at Christmas day, I would not be on my phone hitting the button over and over and over again. And uh, then we, we ended up like, I, oh, do we? No, no, I, I guess I didn't travel. But it was just like once the kids went to bed at the end of the day and I was like, okay, I can finally get back to it and I can start one-upping people until Joel cut it off. I think he even cut it off like an hour or two early, which I didn't mind. So like, I can keep the crown and like I can finally put my thumb to rest. And- All right, with that, we've made it to the end of another episode of What Are You Three? You can find a podcast at c3.gg slash podcast. They drop every Wednesday morning at 3.33 a.m. Eastern on all the major platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. For everyone listening, I am El Ray. Froggy was our guest today. Dan Tucker puts this all together and executive produced by Joel Willis. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) 